0: Uh, it's election night here in the US. We're gonna choose a winner strangely less gay than the Thailand season one finale. I forgot to pull up my script. Hold on.
1: Wouldn't it be more gay? That's what I said. It it's not strange. You said less gay. You oh, said it's oh, less you're gay. Right. I, it. You're
0: right. I, no. I, I fucked up the it. You're right. You're right. Lori is uh, my copy <laughs> editor here.
1: I like to do on air edits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race Thailand Season 1, Episode 8, titled Final Runway. Oh, wait, hold on.
1: Which, uh, by the way, there's like eight of them.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I have to do this under contract. Hold on.
1: What? Drag Race Thailand style. You your kill. Hey, let
0: me try that again. Let me try that again. Drag Race Thailand style. <laughs> anyway, my name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by the goddess of glitz, glamour, gossip, goth, and gore herself, Miss Hi Cam. Hi, Swadika. <clears> Hi. <throat> yeah. hey. hey. You know what? I didn't go live, but I am in such a good fucking mood that I'm gonna go live. But I'm not gonna announce it anywhere. Uh why are you in a good mood? That seems I'll weird. I'll tell you why. Cause we never have to talk about this fucking show ever again. <laughs>
1: Until you end up doing season two. No, I will not
0: do season... There will be... A, if, if, if there is a season two, it will not be with me on it. Now, if you want to find some kind of Thai person to do season two with, go ahead.
1: Yeah, maybe Jaja is free.
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> Problem, Jaja Filipino.
1: Well, but she was on the show. She was. I mean, She was on the show. I bet
0: you you could get one of... You know who would be great? It's Pan Pan. But I don't think Pan Pan would do
1: the show. No, Pan Pan wouldn't do the show. No. Pan Pan's too too, uh, bougie for the show.
0: All right. uh, This week, the final three face-off in a three-part finale. To kick it off, Dearest Doll, Natalia Playa, Cam, and Annie Mae Wong lip-sync to a surprise song... And are surprised by the singer joining them on stage For the maxi challenge Each queen is given complete artistic control In individual <laughs> stage performances And in the final runway of the season The eliminated queens show their best drag Before the final three present their hopeful winning looks In the end, the winner of the first season Of Drag Race Thailand is
1: Oh wait, let me try this The, the first... Trump of Thailand Natalia camp.
0: Not apply Camp.
1: Um, Why are you mm- doing Gangnam style? I don't think is from Thailand.
0: Laurie Rockin' Camp.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's South Korean. Uh huh. So why are you doing it in Thailand? That seems weird.
0: Anyway, uh, Lori Rogan can't name two things about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: I like how it's in Thailand and not in Seoul, Korea. Um, why are you? Why are you going to be racist? <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to say mm-hmm. something racist every episode. So. Uh huh. Hmm. No, um, let's see. I liked I liked the looks for the most part. Uh-huh. Um, I really liked Dearest Doll and Anna Mae Wong's uh-huh. performance. I thought they did a great job. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't like that. Not only Black won. I think this is the first time I've ever like actively hated the fact that somebody won.
0: Yeah, you know what so, you know what's so funny? It's funny that you say that is I'm gonna be honest with you about something. I haven't been honest the entire season. Oh no. Okay.
1: What? I don't know. I'm just weird. When anybody says they have to be honest, it's always something biting towards yeah. me. I have to be honest. I hate your nose. No, no, no,
0: Um I've known the entire time that Natalia Plag came with the winner.
1: Oh yeah, I knew too. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping we would see like her it out, you know, yeah, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, yeah, she definitely should have won.
0: Yeah. No. And I was thinking, okay, well, at some point, I will say the first episode or two, she did bust it out. She was clearly ahead of the pack, right? Yes. But after that, she was just the pack.
1: Yeah, she wasn't great. Besides talking about how rich she was, she didn't really do much. Yeah, and she wasn't, like, particularly
0: Mrs. Personality at all, really, either. Like, uh, I actually... And I'll be honest with you. So one of the big complaints about Drag Race is that they always choose the fishy... Forgive my pardon the expression, but the very femme-looking, can pass as a real woman, female illusion... Uh, fashion forward couture girl at the expense of other girls who may be more worthy of the title. Uh, that's actually the big complaint about Drag Race Canada, for instance, is that the person mm-hmm. who should have won, uh, didn't fit that mold. And so they gave it to some, you know, beauty queen, right? And the same mm-hmm. thing will probably happen in Drag Race Holland. There's a big complaint about that. But this is one of the cases where the person who fit that mold should have won.
1: Yes. Well, I'm actually. I'll say this. I think Dear Dahl should have won. Oh, really? I think Anime but Wong. I won. I can make an argument. You can make an argument to me about Anime Wong. Yeah, so, I thought Anime Wong uh, should have won. Either or, if Dear Stahl had won, I would have been happy. If Anime Wong had won, I would have been like, okay, I get it. And so, the fact that Anime uh, that Natalie <laughs> like Plican won, I was like, what happened? Yeah,
0: yeah, I was thinking. That was why I was a little disappointed because I was thinking. Because she's so not the typical drag race mold Mm -hmm. that I thought this bitch is going to fucking serve it. And I just never.
1: She's going to be so good. They can't deny her.
0: Yeah. And I just never saw that. I never never saw that. Not once. Ever. No.
1: Not even a little.
0: No, no. I wonder if, you know, she's so rich. I wonder
1: if she paid off the judges. Well, she probably definitely promised them a burial plot or something. Yeah. But I will say, because here's the thing. Like, I think it's a cultural thing, though. Mm -hmm. Because I will say this. Even though we did not think that she did well, the judges loved her. Loved her. Like, loved her. And Mm -hmm. so I think there's something going on culturally where we Mm -hmm. just, it just was not clicking with us. Maybe.
0: Maybe there is something going on. I didn't get it. Now what's funny is, you know, I ideally this show would be forty five minutes. Can you hear me still by the way? Yeah. I'm in the recliner of death, so I don't know how well I can be heard. But uh
1: You sound a little distant, but I don't know if I can fix that.
0: How about how about there? It's the same.
1: Oh. Uh is
0: I uh I, 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 there's not much okay look a typical drag race finale old school before they did the lip sync for the crown there wasn't much to say about those which by the way those episodes were an hour without commercial this yeah. episode was over an hour and a half yeah without commercials
1: yeah <laughs> I that's a say, lot
0: I shouldn't say without commercials the commercials are woven into the show Okay. And,
1: well, mm-hmm. I mean, I got to be honest with you. It, it is frustrating how they set up those freaking commercials. Yeah. Because you think you're going into like a oh we're doing a deep dive into yeah. Anna Wong and how yeah. she got started in drag. No, it's just. Yeah. It's just cause she's just gonna talk about Bjor. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Oh, it's so frustrated. It was very frustrating, and
0: um. I uh Yeah, there's really not okay, so let's talk about some things you and I talked about earlier. First mm-hmm. of all, I will say I thought Pan Pan did a very good job with her opening lip sync. Okay. Yes. Um And I thought it was a good job. But that oh, so the group musical numbers, Jaja, I mean not Ja I'm sorry. Pan Pan the one with her, I'm like, at first I was like, oh, this is really fierce. The girls, we always see this. The girls walk in one by one and then it's a whole thing, right? And it, but it opened up with Bad Ben, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. yeah.
0: And she did a great job. And the girls come in and they finally bring in the final three. No, no. Then they bring in uh, Art Aria, right? No, don't they bring in the other queens? They bring in the other queen, And then Art, Art Aria finally comes in, though.
1: Our Arya comes in at the very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it it
0: started like a a traditional RuPaul's Drag Race finale. Then, and this is Mm -hmm. the part that Laurie and I talked about for a long time. I didn't really count it, but there must have been at least 20 judges.
1: There was a lot. Well, first off, it was like, you know when you watch movies and you see, like, producer, executive producer? Yeah. You know, it was like, these are the judges, then these are the judges we've had in the past mm-hmm. that are possibly also judging today. Yeah, I don't then know. Then these are our super amazing judges. <laughs> then these are the judges we have today. Yeah. It's like, what? Like yeah. it was I, weird. This ma- is a yeah. these are all judges who can only see out of their left eyes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> these yeah. Are, it made
0: no sense. It made no sense.
1: So uh these judges were abandoned as children. <laughs> But I was like, "Oh
0: my god, how many fucking judges are there?" And then what's the next? So segment? many. Then, the, then they do, then they bring out the girls, and then they did that when they did like the the what they do after that. It was a lot of nonsense, to be honest with you. And I really yeah. don't. I be honest with you, maybe this is gonna be a short episode. I don't really have a lot to
1: say. <clears throat> well, at one point they go they so they they bring out the girls, and then they do like a bunch of random like a Bjork commercial and stuff. Yeah, And then, then the girls come out and do uh, Lady Marmalade, okay? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, we, we don't have to talk about that right now, but I'm just saying, then they, they go, oh, that was the mini challenge. Yeah. What? Yeah. Then they go, okay, now we're doing the maxi challenge. Don't ever talk about it. But then when you cut to, excuse me, when you cut to the end, they go, oh, we're going to tell you who won each challenge. And it was like, there were multiple challenges. What? Yeah. When was this taking place? Yeah. It, it, it it made,
0: and they did a weird thing where like, okay, who's here for, uh, Natalia? And it was the same amount of clapping for Natalia, Dearest, and Annie. Like there was no distinct one was more popular than the other. No. Uh, Um, one another standout moment for me was I forgot about the lady marmalade and then like they were all doing they were all trying to do that chair dance but then Natalia was just like I'm just going to sit down in this chair.
1: She was doing chair old lady chair exercises. Yeah. She yeah, was yeah, yeah, like yeah. like dearest doll basically like made love to the chair mm-hmm. and then Natalie Playa go it's my turn and then she's like careful careful yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh,
0: my God. And by the way, Natalia Plagham's not that old. And they, Oh, by the way, that was a weird moment, too. I don't remember when this was. When Aunt Arya just straight up calls Natalia Plagham a big fat pig. Yes. What the fuck was that shit? That
1: was weird. But it was really wrong. That was, that was weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but do you think that's a cultural thing that we're not getting? That it's okay just to call. That's Nat- got to be a
1: cultural thing. They always make fun of B. Yeah. So it's gotta be a cultural thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, what What about you, you wrinkled old cunt? You know, oh. like, like, what if they wouldn't, like, because here's the funny thing, too, like, I'm not really clear that Art Aria makes any decisions, because, and we'll get, let's talk about this now, I've never seen this on any season of RuPaul's Drag Race, or Drag Race. The sponsor named the winner of the entire series?
1: Mm-hmm. Well... So the way that I was told, the way that I read it, because I had a transcript, the way that I read it yeah. was that she gets, Ari gets the envelope, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't have the envelope ahead of time, mm-hmm. but she gets the envelope and um she opens it and it's blank. There's nothing on it. Yeah. She turns to the sponsor and goes, why? Well, because she was going to read who won each challenge. Yeah. So then they said, well, there's only one winner because there was a clear winner for each challenge. Yes. The, the same person won each challenge. So we're just gonna tell you who it is. Mm-hmm. And it was not Alia And then I was like, what it, what were the challenges? <laughs> yeah. And what did she how did she win them? Because what I saw yeah. was not anything great.
0: Yeah, because in the Lady Marmalade, she didn't win. The random lip sync. She where couldn't lip sync. Yeah. Then the random lip sync where the lady came in all of a sudden and like, oh my God, they were so surprised. I'm like, they didn't look that surprised to me. Did they look surprised to you?
1: No, but that, but they, a judge did compliment them <clears throat> because I guess that was some, for some reason they wanted to see their problem solving skills. <laughs> okay. And that was, that was how they were going to do their problem solving skills where they said that they liked how each queen kind of did her own thing so like mm-hmm. Nali got the audience going with claps yeah um dearest doll was like in the background and anime wong was just sort of like mimicking the the singer mm-hmm. and i was like okay well i mean i guess that's problem solving but i feel like problem solving should be like an actual problem not like a oh cool singer yeah <laughs> like
0: So, um, yeah, it was very, very, very strange. The whole thing was so strange to me. I mean, I will say, like, I wish it was just performances that I had no, I have nothing to say about the judges' critiques. Uh, there was nothing interesting about them at all. I learned nothing. I felt nothing. It was, I was playing other things, playing with my phone when they would talk.
1: The judges' critiques were like, like, dearest doll. They each do their own individual dance routine I, right
0: I, I think you're not gonna say the same thing okay uh-huh
1: Dearest doll, I freaking think she kills it right yeah. she does uh-huh. such a great job yes um they go one of the judges goes I know I what you're gonna say honest.
0: I know what you're gonna say and I was like what the fuck what the fuck
1: go ahead one of the, one of the judges goes I gotta be honest I, <laughs> I could not pay attention to anything you were doing <laughs> because your dancers were taller than you
0: oh, oh I thought you were talking about something else oh no I thought you were talking about she was like you were really good. I really liked it. The the background, the LCD screens behind you didn't change. And yes. so I was bored because they didn't change. And I'm like D- I mean, do we even know if they had control over that?
1: No, I don't think we they did.
0: Yeah. Like it's not like a Natalia Plykamp was like, okay, this is what I want my LCD screen in the background to look like. Yeah, I would, If they did, they never told us that. And also, do you think Natalia Plykamp or, I'm sorry, do you think Dearest Doll was uh, hiring her dancers? Because I got the impression because they were always seeing that same old fat B. and 30 years guy and he would give them the outfits in some way. And um, I'm, I'm imagining the show provided the dancers.
1: Yeah. So then they go, yeah, they go to the other and the other person says, Yeah, I couldn't pay attention because your dancers were taller than you. When you're I'm sorry, (laughs) like he was like, I'm sorry, you know, and this mind you this is the guy who's like wearing like a weird sheer shawl. (laughs) You know, just like and and it is like acts like he knows everything there. He looks like he couldn't um he couldn't do a high kick if a gun was pointed to his head. Yeah. Like he just looks like the most fat, you know, he looks mm-hmm. like if uh Nalia Plycam and B. Ella, you know, had a had butt sex and then B Ella pooped out a butt baby. Yeah. And that's what this guy looks like. And he's just such a freaking like bitch to dearest Stall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Jesus Christ dude. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, I'll be honest with you. I don't have any other
0: comments. Is that sad?
1: I thought Anime Wong did great in her I, song. She
0: sh- I thought she should have won.
1: I thought, uh, I thought Nalia Plycam did terrible in her song. And I thought, oh, she's going to get it. And then they could not have given her more compliments. I don't
0: know if I thought she did terrible, but I didn't think she did. As well as she could
1: not lip sync
0: at all. That is true, but in fairness, though, why are they doing songs that aren't in their language?
1: That's I don't understand that. I don't get that. But I will say this: dearest doll sang in the beginning of her song. She actually sang. But I get the impression dearest doll speaks English. Yes. Sorry, I'm all sorts of sounds. I. I was I was upset about. I feel like Dearest Doll did such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite part, what two parts, was one at the end when they did the runway, mm-hmm. where the runway seemed to last forever. Yeah, where they did that runway and then the girls all circled back <gasps> oh, around and just oh, did the runway again. Lori, let's
0: talk about that. I was like, is is there a major technical malfunction going on right now because at first it was really cool they had the girls in the order they were eliminated walking the runway to Sissy that Walk. you know what it is too is that they didn't edit the song at all it was like and the song was like a Mm-mm. four minute song so they were like, well we can't we're not gonna edit the song at all to make it shorter yeah so we're just gonna have the girls walk around randomly around the stage as if they're lost kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And I thought they all looked great. I they loved did, B. Ella's but, look. I yeah. loved... Uh, I You know who I will actually say I thought looked really great was Bunny B. Fly. I thought Bunny B. Fly had a lot of really great looks. Oh, I thought Jaja looked really good. Jaja looked great. Jaja looked the most confused though. Jaja looked like uh-huh. she was like... She looked like she was like being told where to walk. Like yeah. she just would like all of a sudden just go oh, I'm supposed to be walking here. Mm-hmm. Um... So I like that. Uh, I love, yeah, they had like a part in the show, in the song where like RuPaul, it's, it, I don't know if it was a glitch or what, but it just seemed to me like it was like a, like almost like a, a they got like the, the sound booth recording of RuPaul singing. Cause it was mm-hmm. like, RuPaul was like, all right. And again, <laughs> she said, and <laughs> like, again, yeah, that's what I thought. I have thought I heard something like in the song. So he goes, all right. And again, <laughs> So I
0: see that. Wow. Also, I know I've seen interviews with Art Aria where she doesn't want to say the same thing that um, RuPaul says, but I have always thought her just shouting music was so weird.
1: Yeah. Like, Hold on one
0: second. Okay. Because she would be like, all right, now remember, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? And then they go, amen. She goes, music! And you're like... It's so bizarre. I wonder what Lori's doing. Like what? What we have to go on? Ugh, sorry, I, I had to there? cough. Oh, for a while there, then.
1: Uh. Um. Yeah. I also love how uh, RuPaul when she did the video, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I'm so excited for my three queen." I, I was like, "I guarantee you, if you had, if you told RuPaul, name the three queens, she wouldn't have been able to tell you." <laughs> no. Yeah, that's why
0: she's you know it's recorded but She's like, oh I'm excited for these three queens. Alright, name one of them.
1: She was so generic. I honestly feel like she probably doesn't even she didn't even know what where this was from. No. 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 My second favorite thing was when B. Ella won Miss Congeniality and kept hitting people in the face when she was walking <laughs> to the crowd. Yeah. Uh anything else? Um, I mean, look, I I like that it gave an opportunity for these queens because I feel like a lot of them were, we could see were really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like that Natalie Applied Cam won. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I was waiting the
0: entire time to find out why she was the winner. I thought it was going to be so undeniable that she was the winner
1: and I never saw it. No, but I will say you like what the judges loved her. Yeah. That's the thing that so I think it's like, it's one of those things where I just kept being like, well, I guess I'm just not seeing something. So yeah. Well,
0: let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Overall. Okay. Overall. Uh, the season as a whole and the show and going forward and something like that. What are you thinking?
1: I thought it was a B. Uh huh. A be B. I mean, there were moments where I I legit liked it, and it just was long, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was that but was. A big you're deal. talking about the season too. Yeah.
0: Didn't you ask me about the season? Yeah, I'm talking about the season. Like, how did you like the season? Oh, so you're saying I thought you were talking about the episode when you said it was long.
1: No, the season. The epi- The season was like each episode was really long.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And like. When they were showing all the queens, I was like, "That's it."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I felt like I watched like twenty episodes. Yeah,
0: yeah, it felt like it didn't like eight episodes. I and I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you, and I'm gonna give. Do you have any final judgment before we close this show up?
1: Natalie Plycam should not have won. Yeah. Um, I hope her coffin business goes under. <laughs> she just seems like a real bitch. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, she wasn't um, even
0: likable. That was so weird.
1: Yeah, uh, the only time I actually liked her was when she said she won and she looked genuinely shocked. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you and me both, sister." Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I hear I heard that a bio queen wins the second season, so okay. I'd be interested to watch that to see what happens.
0: But. Interesting. Very, very <clears throat> interesting. Uh, my final thoughts on the season as a whole or the series is I always, from early on, I felt uncomfortable more for this show actually than even with Drag Race Holland or Drag Race UK or Drag Race Canada. Well, I never, I never covered Drag Race Canada, but I felt uncomfortable more so in this season than any other season covering a show Of which I'm not very comfortable, not comfortable, but I just don't know anything about that culture. And I felt uncomfortable covering it. And so that's why moving forward, I want to have a Thai person covering the show. That said, I think this season, now look, you and I are big fans of Dragula. And every time Dragula comes out with something new, it gets better and better and better. So they're improving. And I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to Drag Race Thailand. But for this first season, it's really fucking rough. And I found it very, 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 very difficult to cover. And what's funny is um I, I kind of take some sort of... Because I was feeling guilty for a long time because I think some people know this. But you and I tried to, to cover this show three other times before this. Yeah, and uh, and we found it impossible to get through the episodes. And at first, I thought we were just lazy pigs. But I do know that producer Luke Stamen found it very difficult. Before him, though, we had producer Brie Wise, and she quit <clears> because <throat> it was so difficult. <laughs> and I think yeah. people don't realize they must just think, oh, Joe and Laurie don't want to cover this show because they're lazy or something. And it's no, it couldn't be further from the truth. It's, a, it's a show that takes more time, a show that I don't care about, that I'm not part of its culture was taking more energy, time and money than the regular flagship season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And it isn't, it, it's not worth it to me to cover it. So like, if I can't get a Thai person to cover this show who is competent on the air, we're just not going to cover it.
1: Yeah. So if you know anybody. No.
0: If you know someone who's a professional broadcaster, cause then that's, you're saying that, Laurie, and then I'm going to start getting fucking Luke Stamen telling me about how he met a Thai person at an arcade
1: and that he invited them to host a show. And I'm like, no. Well, you don't know if that, that person could be a professional broadcaster. If that
0: person's a professional broadcaster, then yeah, have them, or they have, they've had a podcast for a couple of years, have them hit me up. But uh, the days of just rank amateurs coming on the show. Look, I'll be honest with you. Like that's what's going on with Hilka. But Hilka at least is a drag queen, and it turned out I did a one time trial with him. He's okay. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I would say that there is definitely a disconnect. I think with the season because we don't understand the culture. Mm-hmm. That maybe this maybe it would um have been better if we did understand the culture it's a lot i feel like it's a lot like uh i don't know there's just a lot of different things that i don't understand i'll just never forget this the the season they're part of the episode where they're doing the puppet show and like Jaw Jaw is talking about i think bunny b fly Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh bunny b fly is a terrible person i hope she kills herself and then somebody turns to to jo- somebody shouts to jaja oh you miss your friend <laughs> just like what yeah. like yeah. so there's just a the thing in, in the culture where it's like you know you just say horrible things like mm-hmm. not like calling mali like, yeah, a big fat pig uh-huh. and it's just like you know It was just like oh nice thank you thank you so yeah i don't know i honestly Oh, one of the things I did like was when Nali applied cam when she made fun of that older woman. Mm-hmm. They had they did an interview with that older woman, and she was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I saw it. I thought it was really mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. I like that. I also like that they got Anna Mae Wong's dad. Oh and yeah, he said that like, did a video. Was, yeah, uh huh. So there were some cute moments. It was just long, mm-hmm. you know." But, yeah. Kind of the way you're stretching this episode out? What? Kind of the way you're stretching this episode out? <clears throat> I just want to make more mouth sounds. All right. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Sashay away until next week. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this season of Drag Race Thailand. Uh, this episode was produced by Luke Samen. Be sure to join us. N- oh, no. No. It "Join us next season." Nuh-uh. So for Lori Rogan Camp and myself. Bye. Oh my god, Swarika. I don't know if that's a goodbye, but music, <laughs> music, music.